mood.tv I think the Matrix is totally real. Not not in a literal sense, but in the sense that I do feel that we live in a society where we are we are guided to believe in certain aspects of our reality that might not be true. Yeah. So, okay, it's not maybe maybe not literal. Right, so I t- I, I'm sorry, I take it back. Let's let's yeah back off the matrix is real <laughs> this could be real all right i get it yeah the matrix is the, it's, it's the realist <laughs> brother <laughs> let me tell you brother the matrix is real brother the matrix is the realist the macho man didn't die he just got woke because they needed his help in the real world <laughs> now get a slim jim I brought him the recipe for Slim Jims, and now the underworld is thriving. We're going to take out the machines. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Who's the wokest wrestler? <laughs> Obviously, Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, you think Macho yeah. Man was the wokest? <laughs> Macho Man knew what was up, dude. What about Dean Malenko? <laughs> the Ice the Iceman? <laughs> What if it turns out he was... Nobody remembers the Iceman. I can't believe you just pulled Dean Malenko out. Maybe he's the most woke. I don't even think he made it to the WWF WCW merger. That's how old Dean Malenko is. He's straight up WCW. That was definitely mid-90s, late-90s stuff. Dean Malenko is now a plumber in your neighborhood, actually. (laughs) And he's very woke. He's the wokest plumber. He's like, call me, the Iceman, Dean Malenko. Come on, skunk-clog your shit. He says, I'm just plum woke. Him's name being the Iceman, I probably should have went for refrigeration, huh? Or air conditioning. Yeah, kind of a misstep there. I went with you. I took the jump, the plunge. I appreciate it. Ah, get it, the plunge. Now, when they were, when everybody was watching in 1998, Dean Malenko doing his thing, they definitely watched him and said, now that guy, that guy's woke. That guy. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Diamond Dallas Page for sure. Eric's favorite. Oh, the DDP. No, no, no. That guy wasn't woke. He's no Dean Malenko. Did you see his perm, brah? A dude that had a perm that late in the 90s kind of woke. All <laughs> yeah. perm was fierce. <laughs> Different color. Bleach blonde. His mustache. Very not the same Straight color. up Jay-Z symbol before Jay-Z took the rock. He was, he was Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page. Can you be woke towards a particular thing? Uh, Example-wise, can you be woke perm-wise? <laughs> like perm-woke? Like, Are you I'm, either I'm woke? I'm not really woke, but I'm perm-woke. Yes, exactly. Are you either woke or not woke, or can you be woke perm-wise? I guess you can say everybody's woke is to some specific thing, no? No, no. Okay. I think the way that you said it, both of you, was correct. You could say... Are you woke like perm style? Or you can say, are you perm woke? And then that word transforms. But I think in the current culture, woke means a very specific thing. Do you think that there is a villain out there that could surreptitiously be very woke perm wise? And so when people ask the villain if they're woke, they say, yeah, but they know it's perm wise. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that can happen. They are woke in a sense. So everybody can be woke in a sense. Just not by the definition of the word. 
All right, this let me ask you a question. This is it. We're on the podcast. We're live. We're live right now. When you're hearing us, we're not going to be as live, but it's going to be close. But we are going to be figuring out what woke is. I don't know for the listeners. I, I really enjoy a program uh, created by Dan Harmon called Rick and Morty. Anthony has never watched it, but when he drinks whiskey, he turns into Rick. Yes, I have. I've watched so much Rick and Morty. I, 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 even how I'm talking, like ah, I'm going to do this more. Ah, 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 ah. You have no idea how much whiskey I've been drinking. That's what I'm saying. In the last episode, I noticed it and I love it. And I'm sorry. Yeah. So Anthony has seen it, and I, I I'm glad that we got. And I run and get whiskey while we're recording. This is going to be tough. I think I do. I have done that. I've I've been doing uh, uh, since before Rick and Morty. I think sometimes I just get caught up on my words. Sure, sure. Thanks. So who's woke? Where where what where, where are we on woke? Are we going straight into woke? I mean, I, th- I thought that's where we were at. I'm I'm, I'm the Gregor man. He's EJ five thousand. That's your host Anthony. And we're trying to figure out what woke is. I think we know what woke is. I think we all know what woke is. I mean, I want to know like what EJ was thinking when he was saying it to us. Yeah, no, because it's I, I think it's the word has been just like every word nowadays thrown around like the word awesome. It means different things now. So woke, uh, by definition, is a political term of black origin, which refers to a perceived awareness of issues concerning social justice and racial justice. That's the literal definition. So whenever that villain of yours was saying, I'm woke about his perm. He could be a, a racist, and he's not woke. And he would even be more of a villain because he was wrong. That's what I'm saying. I, we're in agreement. But they could indeed say that because if you're perm woke, you're woke. But that scenario means, because you just said, hey, can anybody say anything? The answer is yes, Anthony. Anybody can say anything. Actually, all right, here's an in- interesting thing, though. Um... What I didn't realize, because if you were to ask me the definition of woke, I would have thought that it would just be, uh, it would be the act of being aware of socially, or, or, or so, social issues, or being socially conscious in general, is what I thought it would be. I didn't sure. realize it was particularly racial. And so I'm wondering, because I feel like people use it a lot for stuff of gender inequality, Sure, uh, sure. And so I guess those people are are wrong? I've read the definition from Wikipedia, just so that everybody's aware, so I'm not saying that this is the definitive term, <laughs> but it says that they got it from, uh, whenever I checked the reference, it comes from Merriam-Webster. So, because as if you look, we have to remember, too, that the word woke meant... <laughs> To be awake, or when you wake. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Just, but you know, I that, woke that this morning. <laughs> goes with saying, but uh, yeah, it, it's it, is, it was since uh, readopted for that movement, and I, I think you're correct though. It, it's it has since been co-opted by everybody to mean different things, and especially with the Twitter hashtag culture, everybody says things either ironically or on purpose for a different meaning. But maybe not. Uh, I guess what so. I'm wondering is if maybe people that are using it for non-racial issues. Are wrong. I think maybe the the woke, the hashtag woke, the or the OG woke, or not the OG work woke, I guess, but the conscious, socially conscious woke, is racial in nature, and I mean that's interesting because I think it has been co opted because I certainly would have thought it would have meant any socially conscious issue uh, could be dealt with in a term of being woke, in terms of being woke or not woke. And I, that's I do sort agree of with your def- 
I do agree with your definition. I think that you could say even because it's just a word that you could say got a perm. Hashtag woke. And people would say that yeah. you meant about the perm, and that's okay too. Yeah, that's people tricky. People would be like, yo, tried sweet and savory today. Hashtag woke. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yes, like exactly. People are I, do that. I feel like that kind of stuff is definitely already happening for sure. And so oh, now. Just go I, type it in. It's, it's, there's some awesome ones in there. I think a villain, I think there are a lot of villains out there. Yeah, but you don't have to be a villain to do that because you can do that with, with lots of different things. Like you could say. Well, you ever go to hashtag blessed? Hashtag blessed. That's a perfect example. There's you know? a lot of serious ones in there, but there's a lot of jokes in there. That's what the oh, whole sure. humble brag thing was created for. It's for people that kind of are using hashtags that they don't understand they shouldn't be using, but because they don't understand. So Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so anyways, I guess there could be easily a lot of villains out there saying, <laughs> yes, I am totally woke. And then and heroes. And heroes. There's heroes out there saying it too. Oh, there are definitely heroes out there. Anybody can say anything. <laughs> Oh, totally. I think a hero, though, in my mind, a hero would be woke and they would be... The hero would be the <laughs> angelically savvy person about social consciousness. Would the hero know that use of the word woke? Or would they be so pre, pre so preoccupied that they didn't even know that they were woke? It depends on if they're hero woke. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> It turns out we here at Lamayak do not mean to belittle the term woke. No, definitely not. No, but also remember everybody, every single word is made up. So, you know, relax. It is talking. They are all made up. Every single one. All the words are made up. Okay. Anyways, this is, let me ask you a question. I do have a question this, this episode. Though I'm having a hard time discerning what kind of a question I want to ask now. I had, I had one that I was going to ask. All right, do we want a deeper question or a less deep question? I'll give you an option. Go go big and I'm at home. Let's go deep. That's go what deep. I vote. Let's go deep. I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I got. I just got a fresh glass of scotch. I'm with it. I can't wait till the break so I can get myself one. That's great. I totally lied. There's not really a deep question. It's deeper than the other one, but it's not deep. So... It was it was it was deep insofar as uh, its grand position in the war in the universe of things that are deep and not deep. How's that? I think you're putting too much weight on the world. It was a funny conversation, and I can't wait for the next one we're gonna have. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a little less deep than you thought. That's all. And see, Greg, what what Anthony's doing right now is not putting music on during sex. That's what just happened. About a conversation we just had. He's like, ah, eh, that conversation. I, I shouldn't have put music on. Put the music on. The car- Wait, you mean you, you think I don't want to have the conversation we were having? I loved that uh, conversation. Uh, listen to me, uh, Morty. Uh. <laughs> hey, I was doing that before Rick and Morty. I was. Yeah, I didn't lots of start- people stuttered before Rick and Morty. Okay, it's not unique to you either. Well, you can't make fun of me. You can't impersonate me yeah, as I can because you sound like uh, him. <laughs> no, you can't. You, you you can't have an invented character and then compare me to them if I sounded like that before the invented character. That's ridiculous. But you, this is new. I got recordings, man. This is this is a new thing. That is not new. I've definitely been doing that a long time, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's like the psychological thing. Now that I know, I hear it so right? well. When your thoughts get all jammed up, it makes a lot of sense that you would talk that way. So what's the question this week, Morty? I mean, Rick. I mean, Anthony. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Here's my not-so-deep question. 
No, we're going oh, deep. Oh, we're going deep. Yeah, but this is the deep question. It's just not so deep. <laughs> it's not as deep as uh, What I am saying is that it's deep compared to, to other questions. Compared to the other question you it is com- It is comparatively deep. Anthony is question woke, so comparatively. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so comparatively, this is pretty deep. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <sighs> the question is... Okay, what is the preferred amount of time or what is the expiration date on breaking up with somebody through a text message? What do you mean expiration date? I don't I don't know what you're saying. How long will you have, have to be together before that not to be okay or for that to be okay? I'm looking well, to find the, window the, the of sweet okay, spot. Okay. What's the you. sweet spot for breaking up with somebody in a text message? Hmm. Call me old school. I think the window for a text message breakup is pretty early on. Only early on? I think so. I don't I mean personally, I don't think that's appropriate after the early goings. Okay, how long? I think people deserve a phone call. How long? Uh, I mean personally, I'd say like a month tops, but nowadays maybe a little longger. All right, so, so, uh, uh, savor that for a second. EJ, what do you think? I can think of scenarios where it would be totally fine, and also, I'm with Gregor, man. I feel old school. We're 33, 34, right? That's where we're at, just so the listeners, the listeners are aware if they don't know us. I feel like if I had a good relationship with someone, because we didn't say what kind of relationship this was. Sure, or the, that's true. Sure. If it's a good relationship, then I would say, depending on how much you hung out to, even within a month, you should face-to-face. But that really depends on how much you're hanging out with a person, too. Because sometimes, I think most people, if they really, really like someone, they hit it hard right up front. And so that first month, you're probably seeing each other a lot more. And that's whenever you like finally dive in. So Yeah, I'll feel, give you after the first date, you can text message. After that, maybe. First date, that's it? You think the second date you would have to you'd have to break up with someone on the second date in person is what you're saying? No, no, I'm saying after the first date, if you wanted to be like, listen, it's done, you can send a text message and be like, yeah, no, we're not going to go out again. Oh, absolutely. But then if you go on a second date, then they, I, I would say, then you've progressed to at least a phone call where you're like, hey, I don't think this is working out. Second date? Nah. Second date already? You, think you text on a second. I mean, I don't know. I'm giving. I'm trying. I may. I'm trying to think, and maybe it's not even quite a month. Wow. Just a couple dates before hmm. you should at least requires face to face or a phone call. I guess it depends more on the, the amount of dates in a time period. If you're hanging out a lot in a short time period, they might deserve a phone call. Although if you're hanging out a lot in a short time period, you're probably not breaking up with them. I don't know, man. Like some people date and they're dating one person, but some people are dating lots of people. And not in like a gross way, but like sometimes people are like genuinely trying to find another person they like, but they happen to see like four different people in a month to see that. So I think, I think of course, every single thing anybody ever talks about is gray and different strokes for different <laughs> yep. folks. That's our motto here at Lamaya. That kind of goes without saying, but I, I happen to say it all the time. Uh, but like, yeah, I can, I can certainly think of like, scenarios where after the second date I wouldn't feel obligated to meet with them or talk to them on the phone like I could definitely see I, I think I've lived that I think I think I've lived that okay so yeah uh, second date alright all right. so Greg man, I feel you are 
I think you're being, yeah, you might be a little conservative here. You're on the conservative side. I am on the more conservative side. I'll go back to a month. That's I'll, I'll give it a month. Have you ever broken up with somebody through a text message? I don't think so. I haven't either. I definitely haven't. EJ, have you? No, but I have, like, after breakups, whenever people <laughs> have texted me back to be like, let's get back together, I, I will make sure to text a final nope at that yeah. point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's a text coming back. Okay. But don't get me wrong. I, I always do enjoy a good good tell-off, too, like, you know. But I, I won't go, I, I, I try not to, I don't like confrontation either, so I won't try to put myself in those situations in person. Okay, so here's my follow-up then. What is, what is better about the phone call or the in-person, the not impersonal breakup? What's better about it? It's like human, man. It's like respectful. Yeah. We didn't have, like, you couldn't walk around with a phone until, like, you know, when we were kids. I was going to say, because I'm old school, the phone, I even feel, is is a little rude. Like, I, I, I kind of agree with what where you went originally, EJ, which is, like, face-to-face is the, the way you should do it. It's hard, but, like, that's how you should do it. And I what did it, not always abide by that. What is the goal of that, though? What's the goal? I don't know, empathy? For them to come away from the situation feeling that you treated them respectfully. Yes. Probably. In the, at the root of it, yeah. That I'm a good enough person to have had enough backbone, with, for lack of a better term, to sit down with them and, and tell them face to face. Here's the thing, though. You're, ne- <laughs> you're never going to see this person again. That's not true at all. I mean, when I was... I dated a lot in high school, so like you're seeing that person all the time after you break up. Oh uh, yeah, high school. All right, yeah, you know, like early, early goings. Which like that's the thing. I didn't date a lot after that. I had some like like you know hookups here and there, but like nothing like serious for a long time. So I see. I, I'm going off of a lot of early dating for myself. Right, right, right. But in, in, in a, an imaginary world, in an imaginary world where you're dating a lot. You still feel like that humanitarian aspect. Because of who I am, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Okay, so it's important to come Although out. Although I don't, I like, like EJ, I don't like confrontation. I, don't, I also don't like scenes. So I would make it like less public. It'd be like, let's go meet in the park or something. It would not be like, let's go get lunch. Is there a particular day of the week you would do it on? Do you think no, about that? No, it's not that? like work. It's not like a Friday. That's so funny you said that. I think it'd be, I think it'd probably be midweek to limit that maybe. Actually, no, probably weekend. You're right. I might want to drink afterwards, regardless. You would save it for the weekend. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, how humanitarian is this, really? That's not very humanitarian at all. Exactly. No, not really. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's right. So, wait. All right, EJ, what were you going to say? Do you see like you had something to chime in on as far as the day of the week goes? Day of the week. It's funny because... If someone isn't like, okay, because Greg, you said one month and I want to, that's a, that's a big idea. So I think Greg is thinking that you're dating for one month, not that you dated for one month, first off. So you're dating this person for one, one month. You're in a committed relationship. Like you're month, going right? steady for one month. Yeah. Cause that's okay. a big difference. Okay. Sure. So, so under that scenario, 
even within that month of heavy dating, heavy petting, you would understand someone's <laughs> schedule. I like heavy dating. Heavy petting. <laughs> we are heavy and dating. What, and what, what they're up to, right? You'd be like, oh, I know this, this, and this. So if someone, so let's say you're like dating someone, you're like, okay, well, this is the schedule that we happen to have because they're busy, this, and this, and this. And then they're like, hey, um, can you meet me on Sunday? And you're like, oh, yeah, sure. Then you know something's up already. So the day of the week can certainly have. Something oh, you to think do this, the Sunday meetup has a bit of a trigger? I mean, that's not true. That's still a weekend. That's tough. Doesn't have to be Sunday. I'm just saying that dependent on that person's schedule that you have been fed into. See, I feel like that's more context. That's more like if they're going out of their way to try to meet with you for no apparent reason, and you're like, I, I really can't hang out on Wednesday. And then like, no, really, can we just meet up? It won't take long. Like that's when you get into things like <laughs> it that. It won't take long. I love it won't take long you know early I mean? like, on. I feel like that's when you're breaking up with somebody, like you're going into that kind of territory, so there's no real question. Usually people know it's coming. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So again though, with that, with people knowing it's coming and in the face to face, there does have to be some sort of relationship established. That's why a month feels appropriate. I do not so understand the, this extreme obligation because especially because not, you have no empathy though. <laughs> no, but especially if you're setting it up, if you're spe- if you're setting it up such that oh, this won't take long at all. There's no empathy no, there. No, I'm just saying that's how you would like. That's how you try to get through it yourself because nobody like well, <laughs> you shouldn't be take pleasure from breaking up with most people that are in a good relationship. Again, that's that's been the bench line here because like if this person's awful then I don't owe them even a face to face sometimes and I think most relationships whenever you're not interested in them and after a month instead of having a confrontation you're probably just going to let it fizzle you're not going to even have that text thing I was going like, to say if it's it, off you're going to ghost them in my personal history no in anything in my personal history it's usually let it fizzle and then there's like a last date where it's kind of awkward and then it's like the drop off it's like all right well this is this is we're done right and it's like yeah cool. yeah we're yeah. out. Awesome. And then it's over. But it's like, it, it, it is, it, there's like that slow, there is still that slow progression. Maybe it still goes back to our hour long conversation before this, where <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, it was the midway point somewhere in the middle and we both knew it, but we waited that extra bit of time before we actually ended it. See, Greg, he went on a date the first weekend. The next weekend, it was great. The third weekend, they were both like, meh. And then two weeks later, he texted her and said, no, it's no good. No, it was in the car. <laughs> I dropped her off at home after the last awkward date. It was in person. I tried to be, a, I, I think I probably phone called it more often than I in-personed it. And I'm not happy about that because I truly believe that you're right. It should be in person. But. Yes, I, it really depends on the level of, of that's also exactly too, too. You know, yeah, you know, like there's so many dependencies on it. But when when we were growing up, a phone call was probably the way it was done. I would say the majority of the time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, when we were kids, you didn't yeah. want to be. You didn't want to go to school and do that. Yeah, you did not want to go to school and do that. You'd rather do the phone call the night before and then deal with the repercussions the next day at school. Like, all right, now people are going to find out, or people already know because. She called a bunch of people and you told your friends and now everybody knows. Yeah, all right. The high school thing is all, I mean, that's its <laughs> own universe. I am not talking totally. about a high school. I didn't date a lot as an adult, man. I'm sorry. Situation. I don't, I don't. No, but I'm just wondering in your imaginary, in the world that you can imagine for yourself dating. But that's the thing. I, I still would think that I would take the values that I had at that time and portray them to now. And say that you owe this person. You owe this 
one month old relationship. Yeah, and like EJ said, depending on the person, if they're a trash heap, then no, like a text message <laughs> will be fine. <laughs> a trash heap. If they're, if they're uh, yeah, like a trash person, as EJ likes to describe himself, though he is not. All right, I person. guess what I'm wondering is what is the benefit? What is the benefit of them coming away from the whole situation thinking, what a nice guy? He, Again, he, no, it's not about it's not about winning and being like that. It's about them being able to be mad at the person that they should be mad at, or them grieving, or them not having to say that asshole didn't even meet me face to face. You know, maybe it's because I'm a little brother and I don't want people to dislike me. So like, even if I'm doing that, I don't want I don't want the person to like. It's almost like I'm getting the best of it because I'm like, don't be mad that this is happening. It's it's not pronounced little brother. It's pronounced sociopath. <laughs> I guess I am. Fuck. I'm a sociopath. Damn. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Here is my, this is my, this is my monkey wrench in all of this is that it, here's the problem. You want to come away from this being a good person, right? No. No. I mean, it depends on the scenario again. We're yeah, very it depends on, so on the scenario. So you're not doing it for decency. What are you doing it for? Whoa, whoa, well, being a good person, person and decency are two different things. Again, we go back to... No, 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 no. Yeah, but if yeah. you're being... I think de- I was also told, like, I mean, you know, I, it might go back to, it might go all the way back to how I was raised. Like, my dad might have told me, like, you should, that's how this should happen. Like, when we had our conversation, like, if you're, you have a girlfriend... And then, like, you know, that whole thing happens. Wait, but if you're being decent, if you're being decent, doesn't that get you closer to being a good person? I guess, it, yeah. It, it depends on your intentions, because we all know what decent is, quote-unquote, but just because you're doing the decent thing doesn't mean that you're doing it for the right reason. So if, let's say you and me both dated the same girl, okay, and, <laughs> and when we broke up, I was in face with her because uh, I did want her to to feel good that she could be mad at me and say to me whatever she needed to say. And it was truly because I believed in my heart that it was the right thing to do. And if she was upset, I wanted to let her have the time to express herself. And then you show up because it's the decent thing to do. And you can't wait for it to be over. But hey, at least you did the decent thing. There's difference because of our attention. Okay, but you're, you're basing a lot of this on allowing her to be angry, it seems like. Or upset, or because we're talking about a good relationship. Because again, we're talking about a good relationship. We're not talking about. Ultimately, th- this seems extremely solipsistic of you to be doing that to somebody. To allow them to be angry seems selfish to me. It, it, it seems like you're treating them like a pet or something. That's because you're thinking of it from your point of view. Because you're not being empathetic. You're being. If somebody dumped you, would you rather be like on the like get a text message that you can vent to nobody or whoever you are around, or would you rather vent to that person and tell them how you felt? How long we've been together? Yeah, I don't know about the whole month. At least thing, a month, but... I guess. I mean, that's how. That, that if you're talking that, that's tough. But I guess. But let's like, just say you're like you're you? head over. Yeah. Are you in, are you head over heels in love and then you have to break up? Is that what we're saying? Is that apparently is that's that where we have evolved at? to? No, I mean, that's cool. No, I think we can easily go with the month long scenario. That's totally so it's, fine. It's even it's even lighter in in weight of the relationship. Yeah, so you think that's that, easier? But I still would probably do it in person because, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's I guess because it's decent, as Anthony said. You know, I, think too, I have a whole qualm with this decent thing that I want to I want to get to. 
I feel like it's probably time for a break. I think it's time for a break. And so I want to get to a break, and then I want to talk about this decent thing because I've got a lot of, I've got a thing about yeah, this. All right, we'll we'll be back. We'll be back. back here everybody we're back at let me ask you a question the podcast i want to take this time to tell you to call in at 929-352-6173 and leave us a message and we would be glad to hear from you and any contribution you have to say regarding the relationship breakup via text message situation you can also send us an email let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com or you can check us out at Instagram or Twitter at Pod. We would love to hear from you in any one of those forms. It would really tickle our pickles. And until then, let's dive right back in to the appropriate or not appropriate amount of time before you can break up with somebody via text message. And where we left off, we were talking about decency. So, <laughs> so tell me about decency, fellas. I think that the way that you approached it before the break was, was you're, you're more concerned with the you part of the decency part. Okay. Decency, well, unpack I that. think, is... Okay, decency is kind of like one of those zeitgeisty things where we all agree what decency is in whatever society that we live in. Right? Okay. So your yes, now, your place in history determines your view of decency. Uh, and, and then there's also microcultures that also have a say on that decency, which is why this is interesting because the three of us are like th- mid 30s ish, you know? Because uh, early 30s, back off. I'm not 33. Early 30, whatever. Uh, either way, 33, 33, and 33, right? Right now? We're all 33. Right now. Yeah. Yes, right now. Okay. <laughs> Which is when we're talking, so I know I have to say that. We're all 33 next week? Okay, cool. Anyway, I digress. So, we might have a different sense of decency. Also, we grew up in the same town. We're friends than some people from somewhere else. <laughs> okay. So, decency is very subjective, is the first part. But but the way that you are looking at, at decency and the way that you were talking about it before the break seems to be that you would be doing what is decent, which is culturally accepted as doing the right thing, quote-unquote, because you wanted to do what was decent because you wanted to look good to society. You could really yeah, get You were shit. basing it on how y- you were perceived in the situation. I was basing it off of that? <laughs> Me? I was? Yes. How so? That's how you perceive everything. <laughs> Yeah, so you said that I would be treating this person like a pet because I was allowing them to be upset. Yes, it's such a privileged viewpoint for you to say that, is what I'm saying. I I agree, of course. I mean, I have the choice. So that's another reason that you meet in person because I'm the one who's the catalyst or pivoting point. I'm going to get to make a choice that will affect this other person. And choices are super important in life. We all want to feel like we have choices. Now, there's are, there are extremes where you can get really existential and too many choices are bad. But 
we all need choices. That's what we need. So you're already taking a choice away from this person by saying, we're not in the relationship because I said right. so. So it's nice for you to give them the choice to act however they want. Because you're right. I, I was like, they're going to be upset. They might not be upset. You're right. But I want to at least give them the choice of acting how they want to act and in person. What's the, yeah, what, why the in-person part? Why is that important, I guess? I feel, it's, I feel uh, like Greg Man said, I think it's also it's part of the way I was raised. Well, there's an emptiness in the, in the reaction, too, if you're not there. If, if you're going through the effort to give them the opportunity to feel how they want to feel, then wouldn't you feel that in order for them to feel that way, they would need you to be present for that to happen or at least to be speaking to them on the phone? I don't think so. Like a text message, I just send it <laughs> and they're going to react and I have no fucking clue how they react and I don't give a shit because I can't see it. I'm, I'm going to probably see it and like I'll see the three dots for 10 minutes while they're writing a giant response, but it's like that doesn't have the same effect to me as if they get to empty their feelings. Okay, here's the thing. In the moment. To me, I think what you guys, I think you, your exploration and your explication of breaking up with somebody face-to-face that you have not been in a, like a super long relationship with, like say a month. Well, we were in a good relationship as we established earlier. A hot and heavy relationship. Hot and heavy for a month. month. Yeah, you guys were going to get married in two months or something. Yeah. That's how heavy You were H&H H for a month. This is extreme. Yeah, it was real H hot. It was real heavy. It was hot <laughs> and heavy, right? Okay. For a month. Tons of TNA. Okay, what I'm saying is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your minds right now with something that you're going to hate because you usually hate everything I say anyway. So here's the thing that's... We, uh, so he's thinking about himself again. Yep. Oh, always. That's oh, he, I, you always. know, listen, far be it for <laughs> me... Going, keep going. Far be it for me just, to, to... Just go. To say that <laughs> I... Go. Anything that I'm not. But I think that by breaking up with them in person, particularly because you've already taken away... They don't have a choice in the matter. You made the choice already. That's done. The choice is over. You made the choice. Yep. And so they can choose to get angry at you in, in person. But I feel that the reason that you're breaking up with them face-to-face is to come off as being some kind of objectively decent person. But what I feel, my argument here is that perhaps the more humane thing to do would be to coldly text them because I think it would be much more, much easier for them to perceive you as just being an asshole and get over you so much faster. Okay, okay. You said two different things. Okay. The first thing you said was that we're doing what we want to do because we're trying to look good. Which is what I was explaining to you is not what I'm doing the whole time. No, but I think that is so, what you're doing. But it's not. That's okay. what you that's why you would do what we're doing. Exactly. I'm doing it because I believe, and it's belief, it's not knowledge, so it's total bullshit and it's total horseshit. I believe that that's the right thing to do. Agreed. And the reasons I think it's the right thing to do is because, again, we're talking about somebody who I respect and I, I, I care for, and for whatever reason we're hypothetically breaking up, it's not because the relationship wasn't good, and I assume this person likes me the same. I think that people that I enjoy in life, because I don't enjoy very many, would deserve that face-to-face -face so they can react how they wanted to. Now... I, I'm with you. Like it, it is kind of a weird thing because you're like putting somebody on the spot, and now they have to react. Yeah, it's like you're deep frying them in person. I agree. But what you're saying you would do 
it seems more humane to me. Yeah, but we're not talking about yeah. What? what yeah, I I, I I I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but I still wouldn't feel as comfortable doing that. It is. No, it's, it's, it's not comfortable. It seems on the face of it to be much more horrible. What I'm saying is that maybe in the long run, it's the more practical for, thing. I, well, I think it's more practical, but I think also think it might be more humane because. See, but then what, I argue that you're looking at them as a pet. You're looking at putting them down in your life and in. But their you life. are anyways. Is my point. You are anyways. So what does it matter how you're doing it? But maybe. But what? But I guess we're all also assuming that they're gonna, which is totally sociopathic, that they're gonna be distraught, and maybe they're like, "Well, you know what? I'm glad that we had love, and I'm gonna move on." And so, in that case, a face to face might be brilliant, right? I can say I've never had that happen to me personally, but I can see that 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 might be a possibility. Yeah, if it's a right? scenario where maybe you were both feeling the same way in the in that chimerical situation, then yes. But I feel that a breakup is more often than not particularly one-sided uh, and or on the face of it one-sided like you know you were thinking about this and you're gonna do it and the other person probably was not gonna do it you know at least not at the same time and so I think I think there's something to the fact that if you do it extremely coldly then you are being you were being less selfish in a way because you're going to paint yourself as being a supreme asshole. No, I, I disagree with the less selfish, but I agree that it is, there's a, that's, that's intention again. Yeah, I think they're going to, I think whoever you're breaking up with is going to paint you as selfish because you broke up with them in a text message. Right, exactly. Not to mention if that's your intention, it really comes down to intention. So like, did you text them because you were worried about how they would react to you in person because you didn't want them to feel worse or did you text them because you didn't want to have to deal with them in person and you you know so it, I think it still comes down to it to the intention in the end no I think all right we're gonna say I we texted them because we thought that if we texted them that we would be perceived as a huge asshole and that would make it easier for them to get over us so would that be better than seeing them in person and telling them in person. Yes, because what if what if it backfires? What if your decency makes it a little harder for you to be gotten over? Hmm. Yeah, that's my and whole that's, that's my whole point. I think I think then no matter what the situation is, it comes down to the person you're breaking up with and the situation you're in. Because I don't think you can just say this is a general statement. Because you're absolutely and I'll say this: you're absolutely right. <laughs> like true. Thank yeah. you. But you're but you're also not. That doesn't make. EJ and I wrong, if that makes yeah. any sense. No, I think I think what you're doing is indeed objectively, I think, all right, so subjectively, objectively. <laughs> yeah, totally. Subjectively, objectively <laughs> decent. I think that is the right thing to do, <laughs> sure. absolutely. What I'm saying- Because of how we were raised. Yeah, and I think maybe it, 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 I think maybe it is the right thing to do. I think you, you're actively not doing the right thing because it might make it easier for them to go- this guy's a fuckhead. I shouldn't have been with this person to begin with. I mean, that, yeah, um, you're actively doing the wrong thing with the intention of making it a little easier them to get through it faster. Yes, and better. that's right. Sometimes Batman isn't who Gotham wants, but it's who he needs or something. But also, also there is something to be said for, I think if you're in a relationship for a certain amount of time, I think there is something to be said for closure. I, sure, but that's yeah. why I was wondering the sweet spot yeah, that is a complicated sweet spot. And also, I think so much of it is based upon the fact that we did not have 
cell phones and internet like if, if you you couldn't have this conversation 30 years ago like the right way would have been in person because you wouldn't see someone or talk to them maybe over the phone sometimes yeah it would like, have been a you saw people a phone situation but yeah sure but so now so now the world is a very different place and uh I think this is an interesting conversation to have for many reasons because of that. And actually, I wonder how many, how, what percentage of all the breakups that happen occur via a texting service, like email, text well, message? Well, that's different, I think. Now, if you're talking nowadays, and depending on the age range you're looking at, it's a lot higher than what it was when we were younger. Yeah, I bet it's a lot. Well, sure. Yeah, I'd be really curious to see how many, based on age... I bet you a lot more people are doing it than than we assume. I, I bet. I, I have no idea. I bet how many, too. But, and and yeah. my or web chat or like just not in person but digitally. Yes. Or, uh, and my sneaking here's my my sneaking suspicion is that I I also agree that I feel that that is happening a lot more. And I feel that the underlying thing here is that it looks as though that is terrible. But I'm wondering if it's actually less damaging to people's psyches to have that cold aspect. The more I think about it, the more I think the long-lasting potential, you're right, in more cases than EJ and I. Like I think if you did like 100 cold breakups versus 100 decent breakups, we'll call them, <laughs> I think you're going to get more positive long-term results out of the cold breakups in a higher ratio. So in that, again, in that sense, I, I, I'm, I'm conceding. I think you're right. However, in the, the successful instances on the decent side, whether there's a relationship afterwards or not, both parties are going to leave in a better place. Yeah. That seems, I think that, that could happen for sure. Too. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think that's the, the honest way to can you know i mean i think that's the that's the best way to walk away from that with is that yeah like you would definitely have the higher ratio but whatever the result was of the other successful rates on on the ej and the gregaman side would be better successes than the higher ratio successes that you have had at a certain point you know you have to be a human and you have to grow and you don't grow if you don't go through those things, like having confrontation with people that you like. So people that aren't going through the hard parts aren't going to have the better parts as good for them. I, I believe that. I certainly, and, yeah, I certainly agree with you that I think there is a threshold in which you you get close enough with somebody that you owe them the in-person in-person breakup. And yeah. I think I think yeah. that, that has a lot to do with closure. I think. W- when it comes down to closure, that's a whole different scenario. But my, my initial question with this whole thing is what is the sweet spot? Because I do feel that the text breakup can in some ways oddly be more humane, but I'm just wondering what the time frame yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the time frame. Too many variables, I think. Yeah. I, I think that ultimately yeah. that's it. Because it really, it, yeah. for me, it depends on the person. Again, garbage person, text message, totally fine. If I had to pick anything... I'm going to go with the gentlemanly month again, based on how I was raised. I think think that the... The uh, the whole technology thing has certainly thrown a kink into our original question, but I think it as many relationships as it has made more complicated, uh, where we were saying that people are breaking up with each other 
over the phone or over the internet and how many people are doing that, we have to also realize how many relationships are now started over the internet, which I think is equally as interesting because there's people who are in like, <laughs> quote unquote, genuine relationships <laughs> who have never even met. But you can really have a relationship with somebody now online or you met them in person, but they live somewhere else. And now you can be with them like as as we do this podcast or we're, we're three friends, but we're not in the same room. And it's a relationship that we all have that we are extending through talking through online. So I think that's a really interesting thing, too. And how short or long, I guess that's the only way to break up with those people. Right. There's no other way to break up with those people. That's true. Yeah. And those relationships may be debatably just as important as relationships that you make in person, but that's a that's a whole that's a whole other set of numbers to throw into yeah, our yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many electronically engaged relationships uh, end with somebody flying out to meet them for the first time to break it up. How about all these military relationships? You know, where there's people in other countries. How many? How many people? If anybody in the military listens to us, I would love this. Have you ever been broken up with? over the internet because or you know phone or whatever because that could that would be email at that point there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on with that scenario so yeah well it's been another wonderful week at let me ask you a question podcast (laughs) (laughs) i hope we've given you some food for thought please call us up at 929-352-6173 Send us an email. Let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Lamayak Pod on Insta or Twitter. And, 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 go to Moot.tv for all things Moot related. And that includes, let me ask you a question. It includes white wasabi. It includes so many things that you don't even understand or can never even begin to comprehend because you're an idiot. Just kidding. <laughs> You're not an idiot. None of our audience is an idiot. You are de facto. I mean, smart. some of you probably are. Some of you probably are statistically, Maybe, but statistically speaking, some people have to be idiots for listening to it. Three idiots. So, but the good news is, you probably don't know it, so that's cool. And we're also among company, so that's also nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at EJ Dikoski or at We Are All Spies on all social media. Please check out my artwork. It's at We Are All Spies. Crazy data Ben stuff. Hit me up if you like it. If you don't like it, hit me up too. I like to conversate and. And um, we could be idiots together. I'm at the Greg Man on all things social media. You definitely don't have to follow me because I'm not that interesting. However, if you want to interact, interaction is always fun. And I like to interact. Interacting is a good thing. And you can get at me at all of the things I mentioned for Lamayak. <laughs> or, or come see Hey Look Me Over at City Center next week. There you go. Wait, wait what day is it? Because this is coming out on Monday, right? Yeah, starts starts on Wednesday night, uh, the February seventh, first sixth, February 7th. February seventh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, come see. Hey, look me over at City Center Encores if you want to get a raucous dose of classical musical theater entertainment with the likes of. If you hold up a sign that says "I love Lamayak," you might get kicked out, but Anthony could also notice it and meet you afterwards because that would be hilarious. Or you could totally impress him by heading over to the Moot.tv shop and buying a t-shirt that has his face and or the Lamayak logo on it. Oh my God, if his face was on a t-shirt that you were wearing when you were at his show? I would have sex with you. There it is. He would not break up with you via text after a month because he would... You would get a face-to-face even from Anthony and his indecentness. 
<laughs> I'm not being indecent. That's the whole thing here. I'm being a little more decent. By being indecent. That's right. Oddly. Oddly. Mm. That's the paradox. Mm. All right. We'll miss you. We'll miss you all. We'll miss you. I have to go walk over to the stop button now, so just don't mind me. Don't <laughs> mind me. I'm walking over to it. Bye. Mood.tv It depends on if they're hero woke. <laughs>